Hey, we appreciate you listening to the Movie Propcast, and we just want to let you know you can find us on the old social media, at Movie Propcast on Instagram and even TikTok. Yes, there's some stuff going on over there. And if you're feeling particularly generous, it's okay. You don't have to. But on Patreon.com, you can find us Movie Propcast there as well. That's a fun little place where you can get some exclusive content. But okay, enough about that. I'm going to get out of the way, and uh, we hope you enjoy the episode. Name of this podcast? Checks notes. Uh, uh, prop movie. The movie. movie you prop. don't even know. The <laughs> movie. You don't know. Prop movie propcast. Damn. All right. Yeah. Episode two. The movie propcast. We're here. I'm here. Tyler's here as well. Men in Black. I don't know. You probably know that by now. If you're listening to this, you clicked on this, or or it just kind of auto played into it. Actually, if you're cleaning your house right now and you're listening, and it just switched into the next one. Men in Black is the movie we're talking about right now, and I'm hoping that you'll actually stick around. Uh, but anyway, Tyler, episode two, are you feeling good? I mean, we got through the first one. You came back for the second one. I was concerned in the beginning of that. I didn't know for sure if you'd actually be back. It was a close call. I had to think about it. A couple of long showers, I thought about it. And, um, you brought up Men in Black and I just had to do a Will Smith movie. So I might not come back after this. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, you, you picked the first one, which honestly it's slipping my mind. I don't even remember what it was. Uh, I believe you just said the matrix, right? Oh, yeah, it was The Matrix, wasn't it? I'm doing this as if, like, I actually forgot. I really didn't. We literally just did that. But The Matrix, you picked it. Now it was my turn to pick a movie. I picked The Men in Black because it's just like when I think of movie props, Men in Black, infinite possibilities. There's so many things that they that were created and original to this movie. Unlike the movie we just did, which was The Matrix, and we talked about it in that one. If you haven't listened to it, what are you doing? Who starts at episode two? Get out of here. Uh, go back and listen to it. But yeah, The Matrix really didn't have a lot to offer, but I'm excited the pickings that we're going to get in this one. Well, like something that blew my mind was that they literally had a room just of props in Men in Black. That's, so, yeah. <laughs> that's they fair. Just, they're like, hey, uh, propcast, uh, check out this room we got. Yeah, and, it's uh, amazing. Yeah, for sure. Like this is, and I love this movie so much and everything that came out of it, obviously they turned into a trilogy and, and there was, a, I guess, a fourth one where, we're not counting on that. I, I actually, I I didn't see that. I shockingly did not see three or four. Wait, what? You haven't seen the third one? I that's the one with uh, Josh Brolin, right? Yes. No, I I have not. Stop the podcast. Stop it. Stop the podcast. I don't even want. It. We can't do this. How have no, you not can. seen that? Uh, it slipped my mind. I think I was in college at the time. And okay. in college, I. What, what year is it? Anyway. I don't know what year I, it was, but I know that, honestly, and I think when we did a podcast before and I talked, we were talking about Will Smith movies, I think I picked Men in Black 3, or I, I thought somebody should have picked Men in Black 3 because I honestly think it's better than 2. I think it's better what? than 2. Men really? in Black 3 is better than 2. I think it's got a better story, but we're not here to talk about Men in Black 3. We're, uh, we'll talk about that. How can people take your opinion? Because I don't know. Because it's amazing. I, 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 still I, don't have know. Great, I still have great ideas. I just didn't see Men in Black 3. I... Uh, I don't even know if I can progress to this. But I mean, I, okay, listen, you obviously saw the first one, so that's really all you need, I guess. Uh, no, I'm, I'm doing this all off the top of my head. This is from 20 years of memories. Oh, Yo, you haven't even watched the movie? You just only watched the animated series? Yep, that's it. <laughs> okay, all right, that's fair. Uh, but no, a lot of things did spawn off of this, like, like, like obviously like the animated series, and we were just talking about that the other day. 
that yeah. that animated series was pretty awesome too and you made me look up the intro song and then once i remembered it because i didn't know what you're talking about you're like that song was awesome that was i so i just remembered the feeling of feeling that the intro was awesome and then i pulled it up and i couldn't believe how good that actually was like i i would listen to that on my drive to work like that would pump me up before work all right that's you know that's that's, that's you that makes one i think uh no it is it's <laughs> yeah, i'm good, the only one no definitely good so back to men in black um and you said 90s that opening sequence felt so incredibly 90s like the dragonfly flying around with the music i got like honey i shrunk the kid vibes and i i hope throughout these like podcasts and podcasts that we do like you can tell when these movies are made yeah and there's like like the cgi i wanted to ask you so cgi what did you prefer men in black or the matrix i mean they weren't creating creatures in the matrix like in terms of how fake did things look like the dragonfly flying around the monster in the cactus field it was yeah clearly animated but i mean like i I didn't think it looked horrible especially for the time honestly i was pretty shocked for 20 plus years ago that's not terrible oh no i agree that's why why i brought it up because the matrix was like revolutionary but then you watch men in black and you're like this isn't bad either right yeah i yeah for different obviously for different reasons matrix took theirs and like did things with CGI that no one had done, like just just different concepts. This was freaking aliens, you know what I mean? Like, and that's it's yeah. cool. It's kind of like Jurassic Park as freaking dinosaurs. It's like it kind of drives the movie, and that's what people come to see. And and they obviously put a lot of money and effort into doing that. Yeah, I think it looks fine. I think it looks awesome. Oh, and the practical effects are great. Like once, uh, one thing that I noted that I loved was that they had the initial like opening scene. They have an alien hiding in alien immigrants and. As a kid, you don't notice that, but as an adult, I was like, oh, that's nifty. Right. There is a lot but- of that when you go back, especially <laughs> as kids, you're like, oh, I'm just, I'm just waiting to see aliens and blasters and, and pew pew. But yeah. yeah, there's a lot of different 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 things going on in this movie. But I'm, I'm, de- I'm definitely glad we got to go back and watch it. Uh, I'm glad I picked it. Kudos to me. Uh, round of applause. Thank you. I deserve it. It's an amazing movie. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun, I think, drafting this. And I know in the last one that we did uh, in The Matrix, we drafted three each. I think this one, because the game has been stepped up quite a bit, we're going to we're gonna add an additional pick. So we'll both be picking four props from this movie. And I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. I, I get a little weird toward the backside, but it's not because they're props that I think aren't worthy. It's just like, I feel like my tastes are going to be a little different than yours. And if you have some of these on your list, I'm going to be pretty shocked. But So, well, I, I thought the same thing when we did The Matrix, and then we ended up with the same list. I know The Matrix is a short list. That's slim pickings, yeah. But, yeah, but I was I was actually shocked at how similar the list ended up actually being. Right. When I'm watching it, for those of you who don't, don't know, when we watch this movie, or at least how I do it, is I have, like, a pen and paper, and I'm just jotting down things as I go through the movie. Basically, the concept, if you haven't heard, it's what would be cool to display. Like, what would be something, like, somebody comes over your house and you say, yeah, yeah, that's the blank from from Men in Black, which I don't know. That's the shoes from Men in Black. I don't, I don't, I don't have that on my list, so I can say that out there. But so it, it's funny you say that because when I'm making my list, it's hard because you want to pick the things that you'd want to display. But I find myself like, what's something no one else would pick? Like, what's something cool? And then I realize I don't end up with the best list. I just end up with like a niche list, and I have to, I have to get out of there. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's hard. Yeah. The the barometer is basically like, what's the impact of the prop? to the movie what's like the yeah. screen time what's its importance like there's a lot that goes into what makes a valuable movie prop and that's yeah. and and that to me has always fascinated me is like what happens to all this stuff 
when they're done with a movie. And if there's not like a planned trilogy ahead of time, like they didn't know they were going to make another Men in Black movie. Was it like 15, 15, 17 years later or whatever? I don't know when the the third one came out. So they probably didn't keep all that stuff. But yeah, I'm just always curious to find out where that stuff winds up and who's buying it and, and for what cost. Like you'll see articles and stuff all the time of like, like the slippers from Wizard of Oz. That I feel like that's been sold like four different times for like like millions. Like it's crazy, but it's so iconic. And if it's a movie that you love, like I do with this movie, or in a lot of the movies that we we do. I mean, we're not going to be picking all these. Eventually, we're going to open it up to listeners and stuff, and and have requests. And I, ideally, we start getting into movies that we haven't seen oh, God, already, and then yeah, it's just going to get really weird. But yeah, for right now, really let's weird. stay in our safe little nest. It's the first few episodes. Uh, it's Men in Black. So. One thing I wanted to tap into, it's Will Smith and in like the prime of his career, I think. Like this this yeah, year. He was taking off. Yeah. Right. That, that like, it was like ninety seven, I think it was, where he was just banging out like I think he did like did he come off of Independence Day or it was right around yeah. that same time? Around the time, yeah. Yeah. So he was like obviously a big star. Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air was going on, like that probably was ended by now, but he's he's ascended, right? He's freaking yeah. Will yeah. Smith. And one thing I thought was interesting is that the song to this movie. The Men in Black song. He he kind of yes. does his thing. Like he did Fresh Prince of Bel Air, obviously the intro to that song. He did the Men in Black song. Awesome. Yep. He did Wild Wild West. Uh, I I listened <laughs> to that song quite a bit because honestly I did like that movie. I did like that yeah. movie, but it flopped. Um, yeah. Which is another funny thing. That, uh, on top of that, which we can tie it into the Matrix really quick. He turned down the role of Neo to take that movie. Yes. 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 Pain, bro. The pain. Yeah. 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 That's got to be a regret. I mean, I think he's on record. Like, I think somebody asked him that before. And mm-hmm. he came out and said, he's like, yeah, okay. Obviously. I mean, I think we ended up with a better movie with that choice. The Matrix? Because, so, you, it's funny you bring up Will Smith. Because in my mind, when you look at the two actors in this movie, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones, Tommy Lee Jones is the more established actor. Right. But it's because Tommy Lee Jones, like, one thing I've written down is Tommy Lee Jones's range is ridiculous. Because he's done serious, he's done whatever, and he's right. in comedy, and he's an actor. But Will Smith goes into movies, and he's just Will Smith. Yeah, like he he carries movies with himself, with his charisma, with his star power. I feel like he doesn't act. I feel like we get Will Smith in a suit, we get Will Smith in a cowboy hat, we get Will, Will Smith, Smith as a blue genie. Yeah, we get Will <laughs> Smith as a cop, and that's it. It's not Will Smith as genie. It's not like, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's Will Smith in different outfits rather than him becoming like a different character. That's fair. Yeah. It is tough to say something like that and have it not be a knock on them. Yeah. He does it, have a range, but it is like, it's not until like I am legend. Right. And then like I robot and all that. And yeah, then it's like, like yeah. and pursuit of happiness. But this was way before that. This is when he's, this is, he's ascending at this point. I don't know if we get, a neo out of will smith right that would have been definitely it would have been a different different movie i don't think it would have been received as well but i mean it would have i would have been curious to see how he played it i mean keanu reeves is a different breed like he just like yeah yeah. and the thing is so i don't know keanu reeves famous actor but not on the same level as will smith but i don't think will smith does that role as well right for sure i i don't know what would have changed obviously doing wild wild west I'm I'm glad he did Wild Wild West because I watched it and it is it's a bad movie but it's fun it was a fun movie I thought it was fun yeah. and I'm also glad he he wasn't in the Matrix so it kind of it was a win win for everybody else not necessarily him <laughs> I don't think but I think this is pinnacle Will Smith soundtrack singing oh, I, for, for a movie that he's in Men the Men in Black song I, I think it's the best 
Oh, yeah, by far. Because by it, far. he did Wild Wild West. He did Men in Black. I think Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is classic. It's a TV show. It's not a movie. And he did do... He did sing in, in Aladdin. I don't know if we're counting that, but, I mean, yeah. that's been I mean, done. It's not. It's no different than him singing Men in Black. Like, they're both cover songs. Like right. This wasn't an original song for Men in Black. But the lyrics were changed a little bit. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. But, <laughs> anyway, I just want to tap on that because that song, I did bang that song quite a bit back in the day when I was a, uh, a small lad. And, and back to Will Smith being Will Smith. Throughout this movie, uh, Will Smith is a cop. And not at one point until he dons the suit does he look like a cop. Like he's right. He literally looks. Cops. He wear, he's wearing like a prisoner outfit. Yeah. Like he looks like, like he's just uh, grabbed the jail like one. Like he's he's just he's just standing out no matter what he does. He's like wearing like a football jersey in the first scene while other cops wearing suits. Yeah. He's just wearing like an orange jumper. His outfits were great. I'm just like, why didn't he look like a cop? I believe that's called being built different. Uh, is uh, what the kids are he, saying nowadays. Yeah, I don't know what it was called back then though. Uh, fresh. Oh, no, fresh. is that I? I don't know. No, Fre- okay. I, I listen. I wasn't really aware of the hip lingo back in the day. I wasn't hip mm. to the jive, but I am now. I'm really cool now. So just you know, tell all your friends. Tell your friends I'm really cool. Uh, anyway, I don't know how long we can wait to get in this trap because I want to talk about a lot of scenes in this movie, but yeah. there's so many props that it's hard to, it's hard to navigate around what the inevitable is in, in, in every scene. So I'll just, I'm going to hit up. Oh, I'm hitting it. And yes, it's episode two and I'm making that a thing. That is official draft sound. Okay. And much to your chagrin, you don't seem happy about it. <laughs> but that's the draft sound because it just screams big movie stupidity. And uh, and I'm going to hit that just at any point. And I think it's, something it's needs to kick off the draft and it's definitely this noise. <laughs> Is that what that means? Yeah, the second draft has ended. This is the third, officially the third draft starting in the second episode. New movie, yep. Yes, so (laughs) I will have the first pick because I picked the movie. In the first episode, we did a snake draft. I think we're going to get rid of that by the next episode, but to be fair to me, well, no, actually, it's to you. It's actually to you because I'm going to get the first pick, then you'll get second and third. We'll do a snake. It's tough to do a snake when there's only two people, but whatever. Moving forward from here on out, movies that we pick or that, you know, we're just going to alternate. You, it'll be first, second, first, second, first, second, and until we get to the end. I think that's probably the best way to do it. I think the snake thing's dumb, but here we are doing it one more time. All right. I'm on the clock, okay? First pick, and I think I feel like it's a no-brainer, right? Like I, It, it is. It, I, you haven't okay, said it yet, and I know. It, I, we didn't talk about this ahead of time, no, by the way. No, because we, don't, we, we don't actively avoid it. each other, like the plague. Yeah, when we, yeah, when like, we watch I, a movie, we have our lists, and we're like, we don't even talk. We don't even, until the day of recording, we say, hey, we're doing that thing today? Okay. Yeah, we don't, we don't talk, you don't talk draft picks. No. I know what he's picking, number one, because it's a no, like, there's just one thing in this movie that made toys that was just everywhere. Like, it, it, everyone wanted one. A good GM doesn't reveal his draft board, okay? Uh, but with that being said, with the first pick in the Men in Black Prop draft the neuralizer. There we go. The neuralizer. Yep, let me let me uh, cross that off. It's a no brainer. Like it's, it's a no. No, I I want to be upset. I really do. But you just know the number one draft pick is going. Like you just it has you just, to. Um, right. You can kind yeah. of feel it. For most movies, I think we're gonna feel it. I think. Well, except yeah. for I say that, and then what happened in the last one? I feel like oh. the the Morpheus's sunglasses was kind of like a <laughs> shock. I mean, that was like an underdog. But really, there wasn't a lot of main like big props. So yeah. 
No, the neural like uh, I mean, I remember getting a I think it was Burger King. It wasn't McDonald's, a Burger King neuralizer. And I remember abusing that thing. Like oh, for I was sure. just yeah. And it was like, it was, was just a light on a stick. Like you know yeah, what I mean? It was a light like, on a stick, nothing. but you were just flashing people just hoping their memories would wipe away. Like, yeah. And no. it, I just love the idea of like date, like the date, like you could choose how much time to wipe away. Right. That's in, that's insane. Right. And then like, obviously as, as Will Smith's character, uh, Jay, agent Jay, are we doing, I don't know if we can call him agent. I'm just yeah, going to call he, him Jay. He earned that title. He did. Sir. He did earn it. Yes. He chased down a glaglamite or whatever it was. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I don't know what the name was. Some alien creature that apparently is hard to chase down, but he did earn it. So it's agent Jay. I love how progressively through the movie, Tommy Lee Jones' character, Kay, just is so like numb to it. He just is like, yeah. Flash, this didn't happen. Just go, just go home and hug, you know, hug your family. Yeah. When it, and, and he's he's so <laughs> flippant about it. Like at times you wouldn't even tell him he's gonna flash people. Like he's just flashing. Right. And he's like, yeah, if, if Jake gets caught, Jake gets caught, whatever. Yeah, he's just melting <laughs> people's brains. But yeah. And then and then yeah, Jay comes in and he's like trying to give a like a good backstory. Like he's like a right, he's a writer or something. He's trying to give them like a nice you know, yeah. everything's good. Everything's good. You, 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 you're doing real well. You're very happy. Everybody, you know, it's like it's it's so yeah. funny how he just hold on to that, which he's new. He's new to all this. And he feels like they deserve a little more of that. Yeah. By his whole career, like if he's 20, 30 years in, I mean, he'll probably I mean, it's not fun anymore. Right. It can't possibly yeah. be fun anymore. Oh, no, no. Like, well, he loves it. He does say it's worth it. He does. They have that talk on the park bench. He right. says it's worth it. But yeah. But was he the, lying though? But was he lying no, about not, that? Not because, at all. Not at all. Because not at he all. longed for his his he like abandoned his girl at the time, his lady. Oh yeah, he did. But he still he still felt it was worth it. He's it was a once in a lifetime opportunity. He well, spoilers. He's involved in the next two movies. If it wasn't worth it, he wouldn't get himself involved. I mean, I don't think you got to listen. It's been like twenty. It's, there's no years, spoiler alert anyway, yeah, especially if you right. if you've clicked this podcast. We're spoiling the Men in Black movie for you again. If you didn't click it and we're just auto playing, I'm so sorry. Dry your hands, put the dishes down, come over here, and just pause this episode. Go watch the movie. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we're spoiling the movie for sure. So Neuralizer number one, I think it's a no. Like there there are so many different shots. It, it's th- throughout the movie. There's literal shots of them, you know, putting their sunglasses down and literally doing it to the camera. Oh, you know? I love I love uh, the street sweeper scene where uh, he uh, they blow up like a truck and they start getting all the people in the neighborhood and right. like crowding them together and you like, know but hey, just look but how how is that getting everybody you know somebody it's not right it's not somebody's getting away with this knowledge like a yeah. freaking a truck just exploded like you know what I mean like uh, you you run you don't go yeah. towards it no uh, anyway neuralizer it's amazing the science fiction of that just the idea of having one is just like. It's just so fun. I don't know. I mean, obviously, if somebody if it went into the wrong hands, which I'm surprised in the in the time in three different movies, I don't think it ever really got in the wrong hands. Like that would have been a weapon. That yeah, for the bad I, like, guys. So someone just goes in, and starts neuralizing the whole agency. Right. That would have been. Dude, did we just write Men in Black six? Uh yeah, we did. We gotta we gotta pan that. TM. I think it's yeah 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 TM. Okay, listen, if you're listening, forget this. Neural, you're getting deneuralized right now somehow. Uh, I don't know why I don't have a sound effect for it, but let's let's try this one. <laughs> that's the de- now, that's what the de- <laughs> no, that's no. what the deneuralizer sound like. We're we're moving on. To okay. Two yeah. Now. Yeah. Okay. So you you now have back to back picks. Uh, I I'm glad I'm glad I picked this movie specifically to just get the deneuralizer. By the way, top prop list after this movie. That's uh, I think that's number one. Uh, that's that's got to be number that's one. That's easy Nothing, over anything in the Matrix. Nothing, nothing in the Matrix. Mm, 
Come on. Morpheus's glasses, man. I don't know if I'm walking. We'll we'll get into. Yeah, this we'll later. have to get to that afterwards. But yeah, all right. You're on the clock. Uh, Neuralizer's gone. Okay. So the second pick's a little tougher. I feel like one one item that was also that I kind of really wanted. I didn't want it as much as the neuralizer, but I got to go with the noisy cricket. Okay. Okay. All right. Where was where was that on you? That's number two. That's I feel like that's a pretty it's, obvious it's, number two. It's like it, the the absurdity yeah. of a gun that small Being doing that what powerful. it does. Yeah. yeah, that's great. And then I didn't notice uh, until this watch that they gave it a sound effect. Like it has like a little chirp, like what right before he fires it, they give it a, a chirpy sound effect. I, I recall hearing it. I can't place it, but I'm sure oh, I believe yeah. it. I'll take your word for it. You haven't yeah, lied yeah. to me yet. So, I mean, listen. That you know of. Yeah, well, that, it's yeah. true. Actually, you know what? Yeah. I don't I don't believe you. I'm gonna have to go back and watch it again. <laughs> go back and No, watch that's it. a good one. I, I, to me, that's one, two for sure. It's when it gets into like the three four area is when this is it's when see, it's wild card season. So I I have the next pick, and I'm really uncomfortable is the best way I could say it. There's a few things that I don't even know if they count as props because we didn't talk about it. Are we avoiding CGI objects? I would think yes. Like if it's not unless we come into a movie and it's like Shrek or something and it's animated and we're just doing it because we want to watch the movie and talk about it. And say what what it could have been like. I want I want actual tangible props that are like that exist in the world. You know what I mean? Like in the real world. Okay. Jeez. I feel like I'm in a waste to pick. I well, okay, no, but before it. we get into it, just tell me what you were talking about. What's the CGI the, uh, thing? The uh, the bouncy ball. Oh yeah. Okay, that was pretty cool. That was that was yeah. cool. It was that, that gave me one of my favorite scenes. Like that's like uh, Jay's commentary while it's hitting people, bouncing he's off. Like, oh, like, oh, oh, knocking. He's like, "No, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh man, get him some ice." Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was funny. I think, but yeah, was it was, was it all CGI? I mean, like that is, I think, a prop though. Like at one point when it's sitting there, I don't think that's CGI. I I, I thought it was just like a CGI orange uh, floaty ball. Hmm. I don't think it's like a real thing. Oh, but that get, that gave me one of my favorite scenes ever. I I love that scene. It's definitely um, a funny scene. Yeah, it, it, it's again I over will, the top. I'll, that'll be an honorable mention for me. Okay, that'll be an honorable. See now I'm mention. looking it up because I'm curious. I mm-hmm. felt like there was one scene. Oh well, yeah. No, it is. It's like a weird floating orb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. not a yeah. not a real thing. Okay, I can't really lead up to this. I'm gonna go with the uh, the little uh, Orion's belt, the little uh, the galaxies inside of Orion's belt. How could you not lead up to that? That's a, that's I, a, just, I mean that's a pretty integral part of the movie. It's I, it is you know it almost was a MacGuffin for me like it to me I feel like it almost they they made the movie about that but it almost wasn't about that but right but when Timely Jones holds it up and you finally get to see like inside you got the galaxy inside of it that that made that made me able to pick it. So. Yeah, it's for sure. I got that was okay. To be fair, our list, our, we've we have the same list so far. Like that was okay. number three for me because it, it, okay. it isn't. It's it's significant. Granted, it's it's literally just a cat collar with a marble in it. But <laughs> but and be, that's why I had a hard time leading up to it. I couldn't like build anticipation. Right. Yeah. But for... it, to me, I it, it's obviously very important to the movie, and it's it's very prominent. And I think it's small enough to display. It's actually fine. And but it's definitely. It is. I could put that on my dog. You could put it on your neck. You I could. could wear it. I'm, I mean, I'm. That's well, not cat my neck. style. Cat but. neck. Maybe you could put it on your wrist. It's like but, an anklet. Well, 
one thing that th- on this watch through it did for me though is uh the i forgot what alien said it but he said uh like you humans are stupid just because something's important doesn't mean it's big oh mm. frank the dog yeah frank, the dog yeah and which is and number then, four on my list the dog oh, <laughs> yeah. i, I think then, they i think they stuffed it and they taxidermied it no, i honestly no you could get frank the dog uh plushes oh for sure for sure yeah yeah but um it leads up to the end of the movie where the aliens playing marbles with us with yeah the that's that definitely like the perspective yeah. shift at the end where it's like oh literally nothing here matters you were all just a tiny yeah. marble in a bigger but whatever. it makes me it's think crazy. what get what galaxy was in orion's belt like what do those people think if they have people do they have people sure i mean i'm sure they do it's all just one big it's just like so mind-bending i like how we're doing all these like introspective like mind-boggling movies to start out with and then like oh yeah we're gonna have to get in some more level stuff but that's what you get with sci-fi though like i mean when you go into sci-fi you do get the best props but you also get like we're kind of tapping the same boxes where it's like and i love those movies though like that make you think like and and i'll sit here men in black aside i'll go on youtube and i'll watch size of the universe clips you know what i mean I remember, oh, like yeah. where it starts yes, on the yes. earth like google earth and then it zooms out and it's like oh yeah we're a tiny planet oh that's a that's a tiny galaxy okay like i can't even yeah. fathom no how no. far out this goes it's crazy yeah those are great yeah i watch it all the time so like I, i've i've revisited like it's like one of my favorite videos so that ending scene where they're literally flicking marbles around i was like even as a kid like i did understand that i was like what what is happening like yeah that was crazy because again didn't have YouTube to kind of figure out what was going on. <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, that was the first time I was like, we are just, I mean, granted, it's Men in Black. It's a movie. You got to take it for fiction. But who knows? Maybe, maybe that's what really happens. I don't know. It, it could be. But no, it's a good pick. That's definitely a good pick. For number three, that was on my list. Let me cross it off. Okay, so I'm up at number four. I have two picks in a row because we're doing Snake. But I promise this is the last time we're doing this. <sighs> I don't want to confuse anybody anymore. So I'm going to get two anyway, so it doesn't really matter this order, which is good no, because no. I mean, it might. No, because I, okay. I, these were I was I was flip flopping these and I wanted I know I wanted one for sure. I just wanted to make sure you didn't get it. And I think I'm going to have to pick it second. But for right now, you got the cricket gun, right? So I can't leave the Men in Black movie without getting some sort of. Oh, of, man. The thing is, they were so. Ah, I know what you're picking. I don't All think right. you do. OK, OK. I'm picking okay. Agent K's pistol. His, oh, his pistol. He blows oh, off the dude in the pawn shop's head yes, with it, and it comes that up. Thing look, it's amazing. Yeah. It looks it, – it's cool. It's okay, cool. Okay, I, I wasn't thinking that. I thought you were going with at the end of the movie when they finally – The big-ass ones? The, yeah, yeah, listen. Because K, K's had like the uh, – like they look like little mini rockets. Right. And he, he had like the triple barrel. His I'm not – I won't confirm or deny whether those guns are on my list or not. But okay. I think the significance of this one, I think Agent K – it just it being awesome. his side piece, you know, like yes. it's on him at yeah. all times. I think for sure that's definitely something that I wanted. And, and oh Agent, yeah, yeah, Agent K's blaster pistol. If you look it up, and and when you're watching the movie again, it's just so clean, and it's like it it's is. big, it but is. it's like it's, it's it, it. No, it looks all he he kills not kills, but well, yeah. he kills the first alien with it. Then he blows off the pawn shop dealer's head with it, like which he gets is, was gross, place. by the way, just yeah. disgusting. That was, yeah. that was Monk, by the way. That was the dude who plays it was, in Monk. It was. I'm like, oh my god, when you watch it back, you're like, oh, that's weird. They make him look so weird and wet and slimy after when it's growing back, yeah. and you're like, ooh, gross. Yeah. Uh, that was a fun scene though, as a kid though, watching that. Like you, at it first, is. especially at first watch, you're like, this dude just got his head blown off, and then when it starts coming back, and then obviously a- a- Agent J's response to that, he's like, bro, you well, just like killed him. 
his response, but Kay's response back, I, I warned him. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny because he knows all that stuff, right? He knows, yeah, like, and then it's just the first time. And that's why I respected Tommy Lee Jones. Like he did comedy so well. Like I didn't feel like he was the fugitive Tommy Lee Jones in this movie. Right. He's he is a very stoic guy, and especially when you look at him, he just looks like I'm a straight faced, yeah. crotchety, you know, man who's who's seen and done some things. Yeah. But he does tap into a goofiness from time to time when he gets into that. It's definitely a lot of fun. Yeah. So yes, I want his blaster because I do I, I love his character. Tommy Lee Jones, obviously a big actor. And I think I think that's a big part of the movie, and I'm, I wanted a piece of that action. I will admit that was not on my list. Not on your list. The disrespect. Not on my list. Not on my list. Well, I could have waited then. See, that makes me think I, I should, probably should have waited a little bit on it. But whatever, it's fine. Okay, so I got his blaster pistol, and then for the fifth pick, because I got the back to back, uh, I couldn't. I can't leave this movie without this. It's a dumb okay. scene, and sometimes I recreate it quite a bit around the house just with any objects i can slide across the ground and it's it's not the table from that scene it's the egg chairs when they're taking the test i Dude, want number eight is on my i want the egg chair he's sitting in when he does I, that whole scene is amazing i i have the egg chairs on my list i didn't even think that was going to be on your radar no what at do you all mean? that that scene is hilarious when he's just that, in there and he's like breaking the pencil, the pencil and he's like trying yes, to get it back yeah. together and he's like what <laughs> Everyone like everyone's struggling and trying to figure out how to take that test. Yes. With with just paper and like they're all just trying to like write on the inside of the chair and like on yes. their knee and like it's just such a dumb scene. And this movie has yeah. a lot of those where it's just drawn out. Yeah, and, and that's what I love that humor. Yeah. I oh, for sure. That. It just like builds and builds and you're like, is this ever going to stop? And, and then, then finally it, they top it off with, with the, him just screeching that table over. It's so ridiculous, that whole scene. But that chair always fascinated me. I was like, who's selling yes. those chairs? Like, where are you yes. getting those chairs? Because I've never, I had never seen one in my life. And it's funny. I it's funny it. you say that because one of my notes about the movie is I love the decorations when you walk in because I have in quotes, it looks like a futuristic Ikea. For sure. Like, yeah. It, it just looks like Ikea, but from space. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So I, I'm happy and I I needed to get that chair. All right. Because I'm, I'm just thinking like it is prominent. It's a great scene. Probably one of my favorites from the movie. Yes. And just having that chair around would be amazing. Be like that chair. That's that's from that, that scene. And I literally have it on loop just next to it. So when people sat down, I... they could watch it. I actually think Google has chairs like that. Oh, for like, sure. Uh, you know what's I crazy? Think they have like they have like sleeping pods. I think. When I so worked I in think. radio, we they redesigned like the whole interior space and had like a lounge area, and somehow they found a chair that looked damn near identical to that chair. Oh and I was like, I don't even know where you found this. I, I don't I don't want to know where it came from. It was probably filthy. I just hope they cleaned it. it it's an awesome chair. And I, I yeah. always I just think it's it's definitely a cool chair that that needed to be it needs to I mean I'm gonna I might go buy one right now, actually. Yeah, go I for got it. I got a couple gift cards I can use, you know. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Egg okay. egg chair from Alien IKEA. Got yes, it. for sure. So yeah, I'm taking the chair and then uh, I'm throwing the ball back in your court. All right. With pick, what is this? Pick six? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 you, no, no. Yeah, it's six seven, One, right? Here. Two, three. Yeah, six seven. It is six seven. Yeah. All right. Uh pick six. Now, I know we said things that we could display, but there's one right. thing in this movie that I tried to mimic as a child everywhere I went that I saw this or something that resembled this. And I know we can't take the whole thing because this is a vehicle. Mm. And okay. I I, as much as I would love to have the entire car, obviously you can't. But if I could just have the little red button. 
just the red button. Now listen, I, I'll give you I, the car. I'll, you'll you give can, me the car. You'll, you'll the give car. me the car. You take the car. I can take the car. Take the car. That's I can honestly, leave with the car. You shouldn't. You shouldn't take a piece of the car. That's. I feel like that's ridiculous. The red button probably wasn't a standard feature, and that probably yeah. was an actual prop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was the prop. Like I would go button. put. I would go put that in my car. <laughs> can I get like, this installed? Would, what do you want me to connect yeah, it to? It doesn't even matter. The, yeah, just just, just, just weld it in here somehow. Like if I saw a red button as a kid, I was pressing it and hoping anything that was attached to was going turbo. Oh, that actually reminds me. I did. Okay, th I had that same mindset where I did think that I saw the movie. I thought that was great. The red button, sure, press it. One time in a store up north in Michigan, I think it was <laughs> oh, called, no. I think it was a Myers. I don't know if anybody knows what that is. A Myers, it's like a grocery store. There was at the front of the store. I I had I think my mom was checking out or something. So my grandmother was checking out the register, and I just wandered just past it. There was a little plastic container or a little no. cover with a red button under it. I did not read or or know what it did, but no. I sat there long enough, and I I just was like looking at it and eyeballing it and I flipped it up and I looked around and I just was like I'm, I I didn't know what it was going to do I hit the button I, no you, you didn't can't, you can't <laughs> just put a red button there right and an alarm started going off <laughs> an oh, alarm started God. going it wasn't like a fire alarm it was something locally I don't know what in the area I don't know what was going off but people who worked there rushed over quickly to turn it off I don't know what I triggered, but it was very embarrassing for me as a child. I remember that. And I, I was like, I don't remember a lot that happened after or before that. Like, I mean, it's just not, it wasn't a big deal. But that moment where it was like things escalated quickly and I was like, oh God, that, it was like a traumatic moment for me as a um, kid. Oh man, I believe it though. And I, I would do it again if I could go back and find that button. I would smash the hell out of it. I bet you would, but hopefully <laughs> this store just turns into a spaceship and takes off afterwards. Yeah, I definitely didn't. It definitely didn't. It really concerned a lot of people. And I think uh, I embarrassed my family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But whatever, right. worth it. So yeah, listen, the button is the prop, but sure. I mean, listen, we're going to do movies, I think, where cars are prominent. So take the whole car, man, whatever. Give me the whole car. Oh my God, you are generous. Yeah. I'm generous, yeah, yeah for sure. You are generous. Okay. Uh, and now I'm actually jealous because I'm like, man, I could have drafted the whole car. So uh, was that not on your list? No, it wasn't on my list. But okay. Agent okay. K's car plus, yeah. I'll do plus Wait, red button. Please tell me that the guns are in the trunk. No. No, come on, um, come on! You can't, almost. you can't have okay. it all, man. I, I tried, I tried, I tried. Like, I just, I just, I was asking. I got like they would play. auction the vehicle off, right? Yes. And everything that's attached to it comes with it. There it is. Okay. That's so it's okay. yours. So you can ride around. Okay. Granted, the car is awesome. That's a sweet car. Yes. It's I, the '90s like aesthetic of just like boxy. Yeah. Be I love that. I love boxy mm -hmm. vehicles. Everyone wants like the sleek like Corvette look. I I don't. I I want. Yeah. I love cars. Like when I'm playing Grand Theft Auto or something like that. Yeah, I steal the slow boxy cars because I just love. I can't agree with you on that. No, one. I love I that. I, I love that. I, I think it's amazing. So, so I yeah. feel, I almost feel like that was a wasted pick. I'm I'm gonna enjoy my car. No, that's not a wasted pick. That's a good pick. We we're gonna have to talk honorable mentions after this. Oh, for sure. Okay. There's good. a few on my list I didn't put down. There's also a few early in the movie. Like I said, when we watch these, I just write things down yeah. because I'm afraid that I'll get to the end of the movie and be like, I only wrote down three things. So I was writing down just dumb stuff. So number seven, this thing to me gave me probably the third funniest scene in the movie to me. And um, it, I think, was actually a practical effect, which I love. So I'm going to just throw it out there because it was adorable. And it was the squid baby. You, that's on my list, bro. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> no, no, actually, it's next on my list. That was it. Yeah. What is it? Alien baby Jay catches is. There. Yes. Yes. That alien squid baby that vomits on Jay. I I wanted that. Right. This I, I would. 
yeah, the scene where it shoots out at him, obviously it's not real, but that, that prop when he's holding it and he's got his fingers like yes, intertwined exactly. with the tentacles yes. and everything. Yes. And it is like, it's pretty cute. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. pretty cute. And then it throws up the, in his yeah. face and mouth. Just Ugh. there's something about the big black eyes staring at him. And just, it like the way it blinked. Yeah. No, was, no pupils whatsoever. Yeah. It's very odd, but no, that would be weird to be displayed in your house. Like I'd probably it have would. to like, I'd walk quickly past it if I was in the middle <laughs> of the night, you know, I'd be like, this thing's going to get me. But it is a, it's a very cool prop from the movie. I think that's definitely uh that's a good one for sure. And that whole scene is hilarious though. Like where he did, again, it's like his first stint as yes. this and he's like he doesn't Kay doesn't give a damn. He's like just no, go deliver like, this baby. Yeah, catch he's like, a baby. Go catch it. That's it. That's all he says. Oh my god. That's ridiculous. Uh okay, that's a good pick for sure. But that kind of frees me up now. Oh boy. Well, Please no, it do. doesn't, because now, see, I only have one more pick, and I'm a little upset, because now my whole list isn't gone. I still have a couple more on the list. Okay. Well, uh, we'll go on honor- honorable mentions afterwards. And I'm we'll... not going to pick the big-ass gun at the end of the cockroach fight. I feel like you got a gun, I got a gun. I don't want to overgun it, all right? We okay. got our, we have, yes. we have our guns, okay? Yes. We're ready. And We're we both We both pick sidearms, not main. To, like, it's we... clunky, man. It's, it takes up a lot of space, all right? It does. I don't know about you. Not... I don't have that much space. All right. I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> but it, they do look really sweet, though. They're definitely they, really cool. They do. Uh, I'm between two, and I'll have to pick one here on the spot and then immediately tell you what the other one was. Okay. I've been trying to do that all night, and I've been fighting the urge. This is so tough. It is. I think I know what I'm going to go with because it is, it is a, it's definitely cooler looking, and it's a more intricate than what the other one is. I just think the other one is funny, and I think it would be really cool to have. So for what I'm actually going to pick – I'm picking the tiny alien dude inside the guy's head. I had that. That is right <laughs> under baby squid alien. You can't have both. Like we both, no. like, I feel like we both yeah. got guns. We both got yes. an alien. Like, you yes. know what I mean? Like, I feel it like is, that's- It's funny because we led this podcast and you said, you don't think we're going to have similar lists. And so far, it's it's like the Matrix all over again. Yeah. <laughs> but, the, but the thing is, these are all cool. Like at the end, we're still, yeah. we're not grasping for like- uh, the boots, you know, the boot, his boots were, they were, what no. they, they were Uggs, I think. I want those. Uh, no, this is, no. these are really cool props and we left a lot on the, on the table for sure. You know but- what? Since you gave me the whole car, I will give you from the neck up oh. the head open. I, you, I wasn't done. The- I'm not, I'm not even going to have to ask you to be generous. I'm taking the whole head. Yeah. You're taking like neck up, whole head open. Cause the head had cool, like. It was it, his, it was the whole thing. I don't think that yeah. dude, honestly, if 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 that prop existed right now, I think if we looked at it, I don't think that alien dude comes out. I doubt it does. Yeah. It's built into the head. So yeah, yeah, it would be open face, yeah, alien with, it with head. the screens. Yo. I love that they had like fuzzy screens and like little uh, like little controllers for and sure. Stuff. <laughs> Whoever took the time to make that lo- loved their job. Like that was oh, yeah. that was such a cool thing when it's like his face just like pops open. There's like the little steam and stuff coming out. Yep. Yep. That I, was cool. I had that prop. So I, I yeah. want I can I ask you why did he die? He got stabbed in the throat. Why did that kill the alien? <laughs> Listen, man. Don't ask. Okay. Okay. I'm I just I'm just it wasn't like he stabbed the alien. Like right. he just stabbed he I mean, stabbed could, the robotic body. I would think and- that maybe he's more connected to that body than we're led to believe. Like, I mean, obviously he's tiny and he's in there, and then maybe like just the breach alone. The oxygen or something, you know. There's, there's, was, there's ways around it. I'm sure. So, so I'm sure. I was thinking maybe like he cut out whatever controls like the temperature, and the alien was just there cooking and didn't have like regulation. And, sure. I mean, there was a lot yeah. of steam in there. You never know. Yeah, it was like a sauna was, yeah. or something. I don't know. Yeah, he cooked him up. I don't know. But either way, it was that was sad too. When he's just like, 
He was. He's like trying to talk and he's like choking. <laughs> that was so sad. I was you like, would, my no, God. It arguably might have been cuter than my squid alien because he was. He was. It was so tiny. Would, if he wasn't yeah, tiny, tiny, he'd would, be disgusting. Oh, oh, he would yeah, be yeah, just yeah. horrible to but look at. Those giant eyes. I, I yeah. thought he was yeah so uh, also that would look just as weird i think in a room where it's like hey this is a severed head with an alien in it you want to check this yeah. out like yeah weird equally weird yeah but another big part of the movie i thought and uh it ties right in i think with the whole like literally that is the whole movie like the, the orion's belt and they're all thinking big and that turns into that but i think that's a really cool prop again like you said like the little tiny screens and everything it's just so intricate yeah i have to pick it i have to pick it plus i'm jealous yes. you got an alien i need an alien myself so Okay. Uh, so we're good. I think we're all right. Uh, what was okay? So you picked Baby Alien. I mean, I'm writing this down, by the way, so people who are listening to this have no idea what's going on. I'm, I'm just, I want to be able to recap this properly. Okay. So to start this off, I picked the Neuralizer. No brainer. Yes. For Easy, sure. Number, number one. one. Number Easy. one. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Noisy Cricket. You picked number two. I think that's for sure. Like that c- could have pushed for number one. I think a close, like like one yeah. B, but like. I, I agree with you. It's I'm just not, such yeah. a it's the the ridiculousness of the size to, yeah, it, it, which yeah. is a theme through the movie. I think is is size doesn't matter. Okay, so yeah, then you came back and picked Orion's belt, the cat collar. Why are you giggling? Yes. I said size doesn't matter. <laughs> what, you, you got like a quip or something from that? What are you? No, no, no. Continue. Okay, listen, I've just been told that. Okay, and I was like, <laughs> I just that's I I live by that code. Uh, okay, number four, Agent K's gun, little side pistol. Yes. I'm into it. The egg chair had to have it. Egg chair yes. scene, hilarious, um, with Will Smith just dragging the table over. I couldn't pick the table because I did look at the table and I was like, Yeah, it's, it's just a table. table. It's I was just, like, it's yeah. a pretty like I've seen those tables before. The chair yeah. the chair though, I had not seen that at the time. I was like, that's crazy. You picked Agent K's car slash red button specifically, but yeah, you get the whole car because I'm I'm a generous thank person. Um, thank me. Thank me later for that. And then you picked the baby alien that Jay catches that just shoots out of that woman uh, yes. with just vigor and speed. Yes. Uh, I've with- never seen that before. Uh, and obviously, and, it's not traditional. And but. if you get too close to my baby alien display, it uh, it vomits on you. That'd be really gross to actually connect it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Because you know it probably has like a little like it's got yeah. a little thing on the back yeah. where it's like you have you should have like a little foot pedal next to it where it's like get yeah. real close. Look at this. If you look closely in the forehead. And it just, yeah, yeah, that's gross. You're a sicko. Uh, (laughs) And then also I wanted an alien. So for the last pick, I picked a tiny alien dude in head, which I get the whole head because I'm pretty sure he's attached. Okay. You don't quote me on this. You could call, we'll call up the people, uh, the, the, the prop masters from the movie. And have to ask him about that. So, but, so what was the other pick that you wanted to tell me about right away afterwards? Okay, so I think honestly, if you didn't, even if you didn't, like if you picked Tiny Dude and Head, the whole severed head thing, I probably yeah. would have picked this over Baby. Okay. Tiffany holding the quantum physics books, the target in the target I, practice. I was gonna say I'm surprised none of us took the billboard cutouts because you could have taken. Right. Pull-ups. You could have taken monsters uh, blowing his nose, right? But Tiffany with the hole in it, because he fires one shot. <laughs> I know it's it's so <laughs> hilarious, right? And like what the the fact that he took that whole time and then it was like, yeah, yes. everyone else, this guy over here is just working out. This one over here, but the Tiffany, little Tiffany, out here in the middle of the night with quantum physics book, you know she's up to something. <laughs> I'm I'm mad because the way he presented himself, it was like an idiot. But in Timely Jones and Zed's head, you know that they're both like, they're like, you know, he's, yeah. he's, not, he's on to something. Yeah. Like, 
He's yeah. a little rough around the edges, but he, that's what we were looking for. Right, right. Because like, the, the amount of like, the, <laughs> why? That's my another good question is, yeah, sure. K K brought this guy in, and he's obviously a wild card. But the, the, has the history always been we need a just a a military professional like that do gooder? Like you know what I mean? Like because that was yeah. all the other people were just there was no nothing unique about them. No, not at all. So. I, I and that probably speaks more to Agent K, just kind of being like, I'm gonna kind of buck the trend and pick, and and this is the, I, I, I promise you, this is the guy. I know my, I know my stuff. Yeah, uh, a great talent scout, some would say. Yeah. Um. It, but yeah. It blows my mind. Like the movie does come full circle with like K having Jay like let him loose. K's career is significantly shorter than his predecessors. His predecessor retired at like 98 years old. That man was that's like true. Stan he was Lee. senile. Yeah, he was yeah. like <laughs> they had to put him down. I think after that. Yeah. But. And meanwhile, Kay's like, you know what? I hit 50. I'm I'm good. What's I'm funny good. is they didn't even have to deneuralize the first guy because he was no, he deneuralized himself guy. every day. He's like, Who are you again? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's rude. Come on. All right, jeez. Alzheimer's is a serious condition. Okay, but it that is. yeah. It okay, is. but but for real though, like basically that's an Alzheimer's stick. Is yes. what they're flashing people with, but yeah, that I wanted the Tiffany quantum physics. I thought that cutout would have been hilarious with just that's, a little bullet hole in their head. Great, yes, like, great, great. and I think when people see it, they're like, like, because it, it's been, been talked about that scene. He talks specifically about the details about it. I think people would see that and be like, oh my god, that's the thing. You would yes. have to explain it, but yeah, that's for sure. That was the other one I was I was talking about. And then the last, I did have the big ass guns at the end of the movie, but because we both got guns, I steered away from it. So, uh, I'm actually surprised. I have two that you didn't have ice. Oh, I stopped. This is that's my that's my refined ranked list at okay, eight. Okay, okay, okay. The okay. other stuff is at the top. I I didn't even I didn't even get to. So we we touched upon this earlier, but uh, one thing that I picked similar to your egg was actually the red jacket that Jay was wearing in that scene. It's it a, was just it's a prime nineties fashion. Yes. yes, prime nineties fashion, like one hundred percent. Right for prime. sure. If I wanted clothing, which I didn't want this time around. Right. Um, you didn't have to. You didn't have to no. settle for clothing in this one. No, you didn't. Which yeah, makes you... me shocked that man, we, we were so high. Like we were, like I said in the last one, we were like a sunglass hut. Every, we wanted everybody's sunglasses <laughs> out of the Matrix because yes. everybody's wearing freaking sunglasses. In yes. this one, they are wearing sunglasses pretty prominently, but yes. because there's so much other cool stuff, we didn't have to settle for sunglasses this time around. No. So that's no. good. But yes. we could have just as easily picked it, and I wrote it down. I said, I said, Agent K and J's their sunglasses because they are just as they're deneuralizing somebody. It's just as prominent. They're flicking the sunglasses down, and sometimes they're not. He's not even getting them on his face. No, like, he's, he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. he's just pressing them against his face because yes. he's like, would you stop it with that? Yes. Yeah. Um. And last thing that I had that I I'm actually surprised. I mean, you might have K's cell phone. His cell phone. Yes. I, no, I didn't. I didn't. It's get like that. a. It's like a little silver cylinder. And he pulls it out like he calls Zed three times throughout the movie. So okay. it wasn't that big. I didn't even write he, that down he, though. Yeah. He uh it was it was uh it was ahead of its time. It was it was tiny, it was a little tiny cylinder, and I thought it was cool. That is a cool one for sure. Okay, so here's what I wrote down in the beginning of the movie, right? During the chase scene, I was like, What what out of this? What can I grab from this? His and his his badge, his police badge. His badge? I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay. and then I quickly was like, That's that's no, not gonna no. make the end of the list though. Because <laughs> like it's just like like maybe if this was bad boys, you know, yes, I'd be like, maybe. yeah, that badge. But no, no, not no. in Men in Black. You don't take the freaking. I thought badge. you were gonna say the uh, big gun with the freaking orb on it, the badge. 
Yeah, I wrote the badge, bro. This, this, I moved okay. on quickly from it, but I just wanted I'm to write glad. that down. I wrote, yeah, Alien uh, Baby. So the sunglasses we talked about, the big-ass gun during the gunfight. And then the last one on my list was really weird, and I think like if I actually got, if I picked it, people would think differently of me. And we didn't even talk about this character the whole time. I, I don't want to butcher his name, but Vincent D'Onfrio, D'Onfrio, I don't even, I, I don't know, I never know how to say his last name. Real quick before I even get into my pick. I didn't realize, it took me to realize whenever I watched Daredevil, right? Yeah. The Daredevil series, where he's the bald, the bald guy, Fisk. He's yes, Wilson yes. Fisk in the Daredevil series on Netflix, which I love. Yeah. It didn't dawn on me until I looked up who that actor was, that that's the freaking bug guy in the in the Men in Black movie. Do, one, I okay, that that's insane. He's because Edgar, one, the, bud, the, the dude that they're I don't, killing. I don't even recognize him because... They do such a good job making his skin sag. Oh, I couldn't yeah. tell I couldn't tell if that was the same guy from the beginning of the movie or they just made like a die cast of his face and just made just put that on an actor and made it worse throughout the movie. No, that was him. I I read something that he literally studied he watched videos about like bugs and like their movements and just weird things that they do. And he was like, so, so deep into that, like just being a weird, like Twitch and like just all, I, all those weird things he was doing. They did such a good job. I couldn't tell that was the same actor. Yeah. Oh my God. When I saw the, the fist thing and came back and was like, that's the same dude from men in black. Like that blew my mind because like, they're just totally different people. Like it's, it's crazy to me. And granted it, it had been 20 years yeah, plus 20 yeah. plus years, but that's, that's crazy to me. So that, is. that being said, let me get back to this prop that I wrote down. The, the beginning of the movie, right? The yes. ship comes down and just crashes into his his truck, right? His favorite truck, whatever his yes. his only truck. The, the the only thing pulling its weight around there. Right, for sure. And yes. he comes out, right? The guy comes out with his gun and gets just ripped into the hole. Yes. And his skin, skin his flesh, the skin suit, the yes. skin suit is just like, <laughs> like just laid across out on the ground. Yes. And I was like, somebody's got that somewhere. Yes, someone's got like that human skin suit. Yes, I put that on my list, and I didn't make it to the top eight, but that would have been kind of weird. <laughs> did not make my list, but I understand why you would pick it because I saw that and I was like, that is a full rubber bodysuit of this man. Right. Imagine amazing. just throwing that up on a hanger and putting that in like yeah. a closet or something. Or, like, or stretching it that? over a mannequin. Or like, trying to over... wear it. Oh, <laughs> you don't need okay. for Halloween. Okay. I'm just going to put his skin on and go <laughs> trick-or-treating. No, uh, that's weird for sure. That's very weird. Yeah, okay. So that's what I'm saying. I, I didn't put it on there. I didn't want people to think differently of me. But uh, it, it, it was something I saw, and I was like, that's definitely – because that's – somebody took a lot of time to make a flappy Edgar flesh suit, you know? And yeah. then yes. that's super weird. But anyway, that was the last one on my list that we didn't get to, so I just wanted to – I wanted to go through those. But – I enjoyed this movie because I was listening to uh, I was listening to some other people talk, and they were saying how, like, how many times do you find yourself rewatching an Oscar-winning movie? Like movies that win Oscars are good movies, but not necessarily movies you want to watch again. Yeah, they're definitely not like as rewatchable as as. Yeah, yeah. but it's then you really get a movie. No, they're not fun. Right, and then you get a movie like this that is not objectively not an amazing movie, but I could watch this like four more times. And I would love every yeah. second. Yeah. Oh my God. It's and, and plus you're like you're still finding things even like, oh, like yeah. years, decades later that you missed. Yes. You don't get that with Goodwill Hunting. You know, like it's just no. You know, no. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's not the same. It just doesn't work like that. But 
but yeah, it's it's definitely that's why I love this movie. That's why I picked it. I just think for props, it, it's a no brainer, and it's definitely a fun movie. We yeah, had to get was, into for sure. It was very good. All right, we didn't plan this before we were started recording, and uh, we finished the podcast, and then we wound up getting a hold of a very cool prop designer that has a lot to do with the Men in Black franchise. We're going to talk to her right now. So please excuse this abrupt change of pace, but we hope you enjoy this. We are fortunate enough to have our first guest here on the Movie Propcast. We're excited. We just obviously recorded the Men in Black episode, and we're lucky enough to have a prop designer right out of the movies, and not just the Men in Black, the first one, all the ones that actually were good. No offense to the, to the other one. Uh, Heidi Nazer Fink, we're so happy to have you. Thanks for thanks for coming on. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah, so we reached out to you. We obviously saw your, your filmography on IMDb, and you've obviously done a lot of work, a lot of great movies that probably we'll be getting into into the future, to be completely honest with you. There's some good ones on here for sure, but we are talking men in black right now. We have already done the draft of props from the movie. And I, I will tell you, I don't want to spoil anything yet, but you actually played a part in some of the props that got drafted here. So we're, we're pretty excited to be talking to you. Before we get into what you actually did for the Men in Black movies, I'm just curious how you got your start in the movie industry. Well, I mean, it was a total fluke. <laughs> I was living in San Francisco and I was working on two pieces for a show at a gallery in Mill Valley, California. And one of my friends came in and I'm like, oh, I'm making this piece. I don't know if I should finish it. I don't know if it's good enough. And he's like, dude, that's so like, it's really cool. So finish it. So I stayed up all night, finished these pieces for a show that I was going to be in. And literally the next day, a prop master came in looking for something that could be Orion's belt. Really? And I <laughs> that piece had just landed in the gallery. The show had just opened. And he was visiting family up in Northern California, went to the gallery and called me that day. And I was like, he's like, yeah, you made these pieces. I think it'd be really cool for this movie I'm doing. And I was just kind of like, what? <laughs> like, I didn't believe it at all until he said Steven Spielberg. And then like, literally I could feel my head. Oh, in the wow. So I said, oh, I'm in LA all the time. And I mean, I hadn't been to LA, I don't think. <laughs> and so I booked a ticket and I went to LA and I brought the two pieces that he saw from the show and left them on Barry Sonnenfeld's desk with a memo saying, you know, you're lending us these two pieces. And I was like, great, okay, well, maybe they, they'll use them. Maybe I'll get them back. I don't know. So then I started getting sketches, concepts of like these two necklaces put together with computer graphics in it. And they said, will you make one? And I made one. And then I ended up making four or five, some in like 20% scale, one in original scale, a couple backups, and then a huge one that they sent to Industrial Light and Magic in San Rafael. So the necklace came back to Northern California where they did all the, you know, the, where they zero in. And right. I mean, it's, it's cool that you called me and you did because I, I just finished all my Men in Black replica props. Oh, my collection. goodness. Wait, so you're collecting the props that you've created for films? Is that what's going on? So whenever I make something, because I don't work on a computer, I have to fabricate things. Sometimes I'll start making something. I'm like, that's not right, and I'll start over. So I have, like, little breadcrumb trails of parts. So I go through the drawer, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I have this part of this and this part of the other. So I started building from those little leftover pieces, and I felt like 
it just would be cool to have the tangible pieces myself and right. have it. So when you when they found that Orion's belt like concept that you had already made, uh, you said that they wanted to add two pieces together. Like, was it two separate pieces that they wanted? And I and I I actually pulled all the pieces and put them on the table behind me, and I could show you. So it was if you could see it was these two pieces. Oh wow, that's so awesome. This one. This is a like a globe that was inspired by library globe. Yeah, you know, like in you know like England or something. So this is a piece my friends they said to finish, and then this piece has a bottom part. Okay. And so they took the top part of this one and the bottom part of this one and took the stand away and the top of this. Yeah. So then that's what became this. Oh, that's nice. Incredible. They added two more struts to the globe and okay. then the bottom of this one. So that's what it was. And then this guy. Oh, that's so cool. The huge one that this was a leftover uh, hand-blown glass sphere. Oh my goodness! And the the one that I made it was made out of sterling silver. This is out of nickel silver, but so I just finished this guy. So that one day. was just in case the cat wound up being like a lion or like a tiger or something. You wanted a bigger, <laughs> yeah, just wanted a bigger, bigger one for that. But they put on like a piece of fake cat fur, and the the one that it had like a big chain. So they put it on the fake cat fur. So when they do that, like real close up, yeah. It's, huge guy and then they put the orion belt in it that's uh, that's really cool that's awesome i couldn't even imagine so i to me I, we were thinking like did the studios come to you and try to get an original design so they saw your work and and, and saw potential in it to make exactly what they want i think that's really cool that you had already made these these products that, that had to feel pretty cool they had no concept and what was so shocking when i saw the movie was it was like wait what that <laughs> like is that what happens when someone asks you to make something for a movie and it just blows up on the whole screen. And I remember when the movie was over, there were these two like young kids sitting next to me. I was like, Did you guys see that cat necklace? I made it. And they're like, yeah, right. Right, lady. lady. Yeah. Like, crazy. Right. And now years later, because I, I wanted to ask you, like, do you, you don't know ahead of time, like what kind of role your piece is going to play in the movie. Not they just say, so they just say make this and then you just kind of wait and see later on. Yes. Yeah, so, like I just saw Jungle Cruise. And I made three pieces for that, and you could barely even see them. Yeah, you don't know. So, you, okay. I mean, you, are you printing out like big images and posters of screenshots from the movies of your your stuff that, that you created in it? Because I mean, I feel like I would be like all about it. I'd be like, look, this was on the cat in the movie. Like, this is awesome. I have Alice in Wonderland. I made the Red Queen scepter, yeah. and I have that framed in over here. And then I made stuff for Wonder Woman, and I bought the poster for that. I have that framed sweet guy who's like a graphic illustrator he loves movies and he does his own like you know composite drawings and he sent me one of his prints and it oh has goodness. the cat in my son's in so <laughs> you know it's it's cool it's so so around halloween time are you making your children's costumes i used to <laughs> i told <laughs> <you>. <laughs> an 18 you know and my daughter but yeah, that's really awesome to me. I, just being involved to me, I was thinking like you were just in L.A. and you like they reached out like, a, you know, you're just kind of in that and you just got into the fact that it was just by chance like that. And they brought you along through obviously the rest of the Men in Black movies and you've gone on to do, you know, many other movies as well. How did that? I mean, I know that there was a big gap between two and three for Men in Black. 
They just reach out to you right. again. They're like, we know we have somebody on retainer. Is that how that works? It's the same prop master. So the the one prop master's name is uh, Doug Harlocker. And he's the one who has family in Marin County and was up here and was looking for something. So it's only through him that I've really worked through. It's just if a jewelry comes up in a movie, he calls me. And I, and I don't think anyone else has my number. So uh, that's awesome. For him, it's been really, I mean, the pieces have been kind of central jewelry parts, Men in Black. Each of those three movies, my piece held the light in all three of them. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't know if you want to go into the other two ones. Oh, but, sure. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, you can talk about whatever. Yeah. That's that's awesome. I'll show you one other thing that I finished. This I, is, I was going to ask about that. Yes. <laughs> so, this is uh, Tommy Lee Jones in the beginning of the movie when there's all those, like, illegal folks in the truck. And he takes a knife out and he hits the blade and he cuts the guy open. Yeah. But I made, I made this one. uh, That's, that's pretty awesome for sure. And then Men in Black 2 was um, the charm bracelet. Nice. So you made all of the charms. I made all the charms. Okay. So I made a charm bracelet for my sister and it had all these charms on. They're like, oh, do you happen to have a charm bracelet laying around that you could send to, you know, Sony? And I was like, I called my sister. I'm like, can I borrow that charm bracelet? So they basically did the charm bracelet that I made for her. But then I went to back when there wasn't internet and I went to the library. Oh, and I wow. All these books and, work. And, I, and I also, I have a huge binder of all my movie correspondence. Um, of like sketches and you know letters that they sent me and stuff like that. So I have all the sketches of the Men in Black pendant and or, or charm bracelet. And what was interesting about this one is that it was right when 9/11 was happening. Yeah. And the this one you can see in the movie that she's wearing Rosario Dawson is wearing the Twin Towers. And then in the rest of the movie, it's not because it was originally they were supposed to have the fight scene at the top of the World Trade. Right. Oh. Right. Yeah. Then they wound up having to do like the edits and like I think they did like a reshoot and everything too. Yeah, they did. Well, they had to change the ending of the movie, and right. that's when it ended up being the Light of Zarsa, which is this thing, which yeah. the one that I did had little windows and it lit up and mm. all that. It was freaky because I made all of these World Trade towers. Yeah. This was supposed to be the charm. It had a little battery pack in it, little lights, and it was, you know, the light was going to come oh out. Oh, my God. That's awesome. And it was freaky because I had pictures of the World Trade all plastered, plastered all over my studio. Yeah. If anyone would have gone to my shop, they would have been like, girl, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'd have been, you'd have become a, you think you would have became a suspect, I think, at that point. But yeah, yeah that, that was a weird time. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to date us, but I was in, I think, sixth grade when that happened. So that was yeah, yeah. definitely, I mean, everyone pretty much remembers where they were when that happened. And obviously having that, that close of an attachment when you're doing work on, on the Twin Towers, you know, a little, little charm like that. And then they, everything kind of changed on that movie. That's, that's pretty wild. Yeah. So just real quick, everybody, uh, if you want to see a lot of the products and, and maybe even get some commissioned uh, jewelry, perhaps uh, through her, uh, it's HeidiMetalDesign.com. You can check out her website and then uh, reach out to her for some stuff. I will say real quick, Tyler is getting married here at the end of the year. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know if he's got the wedding bands yet, but he wants some pretty hardcore hey, stuff. Hey, because- yes. uh, My website is just a real shell, oh, which congratulations, by the way. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, 
but yeah, my site's just a shell because I I don't do a lot of you know the movie prop thing lands every once in a while. I get a phone call, but I now have a new business, James Banks Design. I partnered up with okay uh, someone that I met through Alice in Wonderland, and I just found it's really hard to be a studio jeweler. Again, I'm out here, no one knows what I'm doing. I don't promote myself. <laughs> yeah. And I love, I have a partnership now, and it's great. So we do a lot of things. Made basically 100% of my time is with James, James Banks Design. So my website is very skinny. Hey, it was <laughs> enough. website worked for me, please call me. Right. Yeah. It was enough for us to, to, to reach out and contact you. So that was, you know, that was obviously very thankful for that. And we're definitely happy to, to have you on here talking about this because the fact that you tied to all the Men in Black movies. I mean, we obviously love the the movies in general, like all of them. Granted, I know I, 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 mysteriously you weren't on the fourth weird reboot one that they did. Uh, I don't want to I don't want to slander it, but I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, I think it's because it didn't have your work in it. Yeah, that, that was the cause of the good. Dip. That's why. That's yeah. Was there any light in it? Did anything hold the light? Because usually they're trying to get the light something i'm not sure i I honestly i i kind of glazed over i watched it and i when it was over i was like this was not it didn't feel like men in black it didn't feel like like a men in black movie to me uh but yeah i mean a a lot of other movies out of the movies that you've done because you have quite a few credits i mean if you could check it out on imdb and and seen everything you've been in but obviously you just did work on jungle cruise creed 2 batman versus superman dawn of justice you said that was probably the Wonder, wonder woman stuff Yep. What what is your favorite out of everything you've created? Like, what is the one where you're like, this this is the item? Belt. Really? Okay. Belt. Because that like literally blew my mind. I'm like, I, I just that is so so special, and just that time of being like, what? Like, you know, someone picked me to be a part of this amazing. Like, I just couldn't believe it. So, um, and then it you know ended that I got to do more things for movies and it was just so cool it seems like every fourth of july i was going to see a movie and be like oh wait it's will smith where am i thing? <laughs> so it was a lot of fun but it's just it literally was like one of those right place at the right time the harder you work the luckier you get kind of situation my dad always said just work really hard yeah then something kind of magically like comes your way the universe saying you know you're working really hard you so listen, we're going to whenever you open up Heidi's movie prop museum uh, replica museum, we're going to come up and we want to check it out for sure. But uh, I just want to let you know, Orion's belt. When we did the draft for Men in Black, Tyler did get the pick. I, I, I got that. Uh, I picked first, right? And I wound up picking the deneuralizer. I feel like no offense to the Orion's belt. Obviously, Orion's belt, as far as like a plot device, really kind of drove the movie. I mean, that was really what what kind of set everything off. But the deneuralizer to me was pretty crazy. I mean, it's like just the concept of wiping somebody's brain with oh, yeah. with a light. <laughs> it's just yeah. And the guy who made that is just like a pure genius. The, oh, so you um, know, you, so you got to interact with everyone who made other props. A little bit. I okay. talked to. There's a prop house. It's ISS Prop. Okay. I talked with them just a little bit. I usually don't because I'm not down there, not in LA. But the guy Rick, he's like insane because not only does he make the things but he does all the electronics oh yeah in you know he can do all that stuff i'm more kind of artist like i could not figure all that has he just been in a lot of stuff or done a lot of big stuff is that what that is no like i bow down him because he (laughs) like i said he can do all the technical and the creative 
and I think he made the disc in Tron. Oh, wow. Ooh. Okay, Ooh. yeah, that's Tr- pretty sweet. Tron's close yeah, to my heart. I'm small potatoes compared to him, but um, no, I, no. I have a different style of, you know, no, it, obviously your work is amazing. And the Orion's Bell, it did go third overall because I think the second pick was the, the tiny cricket, the tiny cricket gun in Men in Black that just like, it just, it, the absurdity of that gun was, is it, just, it's so funny and, and weird, but. He might've made that one too. Really? Yeah. And I know the tiny cricket is at the Museum of Pop Culture in Seattle. Oh my goodness. Is that, is that like the original, like, do you know where your, your original props wound up? Like, are, are they just out in somewhere? Like, I think they go in, some of them go in archives. My brother-in-law said he was at Sony, uh, like Sony Corp. And he was walking through the hallway and he's like, Oh, I saw your stuff in, on display in a case. Wow. So I think there, and I had the Alice in Wonderland, uh, the Red Queen Scepter. There's a YouTube of it getting inducted to the Disney Archive Museum and oh. Disney Valley. They had some other pieces. They picked like, I don't know how many, 10 pieces from Disney movies. And I saw it on a YouTube one time and the scepter was one of them. That's so cool. h- how does it feel? Because a lot of us want to make like a lasting impression. How does it feel that some of your work is like essentially immortalized? Like you, you get your work is going to live on forever because they're, they're not going to take that down. It, it makes me feel like I set out to just make some kind of cool stuff and it's something I never would have thought could happen. And it's my kids, because they would always play the Patriot, Men in Black, and I'm trying to think of what else. And I'd be like, kids, mommy's pieces on TV. And they'd be like, <laughs> they were really excited when they were little. And then they'd be like, mom, we've seen it. Men in Black's on all the time. Patriot's on all the time. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, they're jaded. We're sitting here like, this is amazing. Like we're so yeah. we're so happy to be talking to you. And, and, and it's yeah. it's great movies too. Like Men in Black is always on. Like it, it no, renders it. It really is incredible because I know my husband too is like, and eh, you know, time will pass and no one's really going to kind of think about no, it. No, no. It's, you know, 2021 and you probably find Men in Black on, you know, some channel somewhere. So it's, like I said, it's pretty cool honor to have that footprint that will always last. So. For sure. Heidi, thank you so much. Like, I, I don't want to keep you too long. This has been, obviously, being able to talk to you has been enlightening. Seeing everything in your shop, I mean, obviously, we'll, we'll post it to our social media, at uh, Movie Propcast, if you want to follow along there. We'll have some of this stuff up. because. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I'm just so happy that we were able to talk to you and get a hold of you. And uh, you you were our first. And I just want you to know, we'll, we'll never forget our first. We appreciate you hopping on. <laughs> this is so much fun. And again, I'm really honored. And my son is just, like, thrilled that you know, now I'm, I'm cool again to the 18-year-old. Yeah, yeah, so it's so funny because, like, yeah, he, yeah, he's, like, listens to podcasts, and that's what's cool now. But I, if you just go back, like, your your mom's done so many cool things in, in yeah. pop culture history. Yeah, and your you're excited about a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it is. The coolest thing right now is he's going off to college, and I'm, like, trying not to lose it because my baby boy's going to college. He's oh, like, boy. Mom, so many people could say how their mom was out of pot. Well, there's <laughs> podcasts, but... It still it it struck a pretty cool chord with him. So that's awesome. Thank well, I'm glad we could do that for you, and I'm glad you could do this for us. So thank you so yes. much, and uh, and we'll, yeah. maybe we'll be talking to you soon. There's a few movies on your list that well, we might have to get you back on. Cool. Well, you guys, thank you so much, and uh, Justin Tyler is a lot of fun. Thank yep, you. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Have a good one.
Uh, I use the website yourprops.com. This is not an ad I started. It's not like I just like. I, just <laughs> yes. a, a, I use a website called yourprops.com. And, and now and not sponsoring too. us. Yes. Use the, the promo code uh, uh, movie prop. Uh, no. But it is a cool website if you do want to get on there and check it out. Because like, we're talking about a lot, a lot of movie props and stuff. And this is like a, a database of people who own props. And they put pictures of it up here and they say, you know, I have this from this movie and it's the original, like there's verified original and then there's replicas and stuff like that. Somebody does have the, this is a gross one too, Edgar's transformation bladder suit. Now let me explain the end where he goes back and rips his flesh like from the back of yes. his neck, that yes. thing that comes outside of the of the thing, uh, outside yeah. like out from under the flesh or whatever. Yeah, that is another suit. So there was a there was a flesh suit and another whole like a whole another back plate piece that was I had like what dude it's creepy looking for sure. Somebody owns that right now. That's an original movie costume prop that somebody owns. That's super creepy to me. That somebody's just got that laying around. Anyway, I was on that website. I was checking out the props and the one other thing that we didn't get into, the tiny aliens that are just like comic relief at the headquarters the, uh, where they're the like worms? getting coffee, the little warm things. Yeah. Those are also, somebody has those. They call them this. Oh yeah. I, I know their props. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've seen them. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they were, they were animated in the thing, but there were like, there were moments where they were, yeah, there were, were animatronic ones. And then one was just a static one in the background that was kind of frozen that they just use for like background piece, but people have that too. So that, yeah. that always fascinated me. So I think at the uh, we I'm surprised it's taken us this long to bring it up. The uh, I think the worms are at the Men in Black ride. In uh, yeah, Universal. oh the Men in Black ride at Universal has all this crap, and I don't think it's the yeah. original though. I don't know if they have a lot of the original ones, but definitely yeah. replicas that are like like we said the cutouts from like the dudes hanging on like all the all the shooting yeah. scene, all those cardboard yeah. cutouts. They're all over the place because you're shooting them, and yes. on that ride, that ride's amazing. It's my wife's probably second favorite ride at that place. Okay. The mummy that okay. is the best. Let's be real. Universal that, yeah, one, Orlando. Yes. Come on. Yes. It's a the no mummy. brainer. Yeah. Sponsors. Yeah. Come on, please. Yes. Specifically, <laughs> I want to be sponsored by the mummy ride. By the mummy from ride. Universal. Yeah. Uh, please. That would be great. But the Men in Black ride is a lot of fun. Obviously, you. it's the immersion. Yeah. Uh, it's like it, your like your training, man. It's, uh, it's And you get the number, you get the score, and you yes. get to say you're better than everybody, which I do yes. quite often. Uh, actually, <laughs> yeah. honestly, my wife beats, she beats me on that ride. Nine, I won't even say nine times out of 10. It's definitely more than that. Probably 98 times out of 100. She's cheating. I don't know what she's doing. Probably, she's got to be. She, Googled, she, has, she has two guns. She definitely Googled like what to shoot for to get max breaking the game points because she dookies. On, I, I've never seen. I, it's crazy. I don't know what she's shooting and she won't tell me her secret. So whatever. I'm not bitter. <laughs> no. no, I am. I'm definitely bitter. But anyway, this this has been fun. This movie's amazing. Obviously, it means a lot to us, and I think we need to get the hell out of here. But before we do, at Movie Propcast, I'm going to shameless plugs. I probably should have done it at the beginning of the podcast. But we do have an Instagram page we're going to be keeping up with. Uh, we have our top prop list, which we haven't even gotten into, but which we probably should just mention really quick. All-time top prop list is going to be a running list. It's going to start probably with five after the first few episodes. We'll just have five. But as we go through movie and movie and movie, it will stack up, and we will have a top ten list of props that we've talked about and that we feel deserve to be on the all-time list. I think a lot from this one will be on the very first yeah. iteration, like the five, you know? Yeah, yeah. Week two, the week two list is definitely going to be Men in Black heavy. Right, for sure. So, yeah, when you listen to it, I think it'll have, like, the first three. The first post you see will have the first three movies we do, which now I can lead into. Well, let's real quick. 
out of this, the Neuralizer for sure is going to be top yes. five. Cricket Gun, yes. so far, top five. Morpheus' yes. sunglasses from the last one, top five. Yes. Probably Orion's belt. Like, I mean, like we don't have a lot from the Matrix, so I think no, that's— No, we, we don't. I think— we don't. The running list. We should probably. I should probably have made it from the. Matrix. We, I mean, we can argue Agent Smith's earpiece. That's fair. Thus far, I think that's probably top five. But when the third movie comes out is when I'll make the first post. So yes. the third movie, you your pick. It's your pick. So I you so might tell me. I, uh, yeah, go ahead, man. I'm not. I, is, are we drum roll? Do we? No. No, no, no. I'll give you an applause afterwards. How about that? All right. So uh, we're going to follow up with a little bit more comedy. We're going to go with a, a, a good classic Jumanji. Jumanji. Which they never say it like that in the movie. <laughs> uh, no, I'm excited. This is going to be fun. It's, uh, it is, it's not as sci-fi. It is sci-fi. No, for sure. it's, it's definitely not. weird. Yeah. But it's not like, it's not crazy. It's not like top. space. Yeah. No. It's more of it's... a traditional movie. Yes. Uh, I, it, I, I have a, I listen, I have a, a, a guess and I won't say it, what will be number one. I mean, and I don't think it's going to be any surprise, but uh, yeah, don't, I'm not going to say it. I want to ruin it. But I think what will be interesting is, and I have not thoroughly finished the movie yet. So I, I haven't really given it a number of how many we'll do, but if you just keep listening, our next movie is going to be Jumanji. We'll get into all of that moving forward. Uh, just keep listening. I mean, like, you don't even have to stop. Like, why would you stop at this point? You know what I'm saying? No, just, no. Just like, listen, just listen to our voices. Listen, Put on repeat. Listen to this. I mean, come on. Who would want to listen to this voice? Uh, okay, so at the Movie Propcast on Instagram, that is our social media. You can follow us there. And I think that's, I think that's about it. We're going to, we're going to get out of here. I guess. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, let's, uh, let's go. Uh, let's go watch Shumanji. I think. I mean, yeah. I mean, some people are, are a little better at it than mo- mo- others. You may have already been ahead of me on this, but uh, I should probably go finish and catch up so we can do episode three. Oh, okay. All I'll right. Well, I guess we'll see you later. Uh, bye. Later. <laughs>